What's up, guys? Welcome to Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, the podcast that helps aspiring bosses go from nine to fives to seven-figure CEOs. I am your host, Asia Abstin, former bartender turned serial entrepreneur and coach to over 2,000 students. And I am on a mission to help you manifest your dream life, 10X your salary, and step into every room like you own the place. Each week, my guest and I will cover everything money, business, and mindset related to push you to be your absolute best self. You will also be getting financial literacy tips, game-changing perspectives, and passive income plays to impact your confidence and your bottom line. You'll learn how to work smarter, not harder, stop sleeping on your own potential, and climb the success ladder cocktail in hand. Are you ready? Let's get it. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying. I want to welcome leading stock and investment expert, Terry G. Oma, to the show. She is the founder of the number one selling trade and travel online course, where she teaches you and me to supplement your daily, weekly, or monthly income with trading so you can live your best life. Welcome, Terry. Hey, Asia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so thrilled that you're here. You're tapping in with us all the way from beautiful Puerto Rico. Like, I mean, it's the life you deserve. So when we talk about trade and travel, you're living it as we speak, because I'm sure you're working a little bit and playing a little bit on that trip, right? Yes, ma'am. You know, I'm, I've been looking at my stocks all day, watching the market go up and down. And now I'm here with you. It's been a good day. Mm, but a beautiful beach view. What a time to be alive. <laughs> you know it is, girl. You know it is. Y'all, it's time for y'all to learn how to get down, how to trade and travel. We're going to get all into that. But for the people who don't know Terry, you started out as a youth pastor and a school principal. How does one go from those jobs to multimillionaire entrepreneur? Give us a little backstory. So a quick backstory is I learned about trading and investing in high school and then went to MIT and actually interned on Wall Street. So, okay. So you smart, smart. <laughs> a little bit, girl. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, I, we love to see it. Okay. Perfect. Um, so I had known about investing and I went this whole other route for my career. I went into education with Teach for America. And then I went into ministry and helped an after school program with ministry. Then, like you said, last job was assistant principal of an elementary school. But that whole time as a side hustle since 2010, I had been trading stocks to supplement my income. So, girl, it got to a point where I was at the school and I was like, nah, this ain't it. Okay. This just, this just ain't it. Like, these badass kids. <laughs> girl, it was the, the administration, the principals, the kids, the parents, everything. And it was one of those things where I was miserable, but I was gonna just make it work. Like, I felt like, you know what? I, I'm here. I can do this. Like, I'm gonna prove to them that I deserve to be here. And then my friend died. And it was just like, you know what? Life is way too short, way too short to be in this job that I hate, to be miserable every day, to be crying in the bathroom. Like me and the other assistant principal, we would take turns crying in the bathroom. So it, life is too short for that. So I started using stocks as a nexus strategy and just trading so I could just make $300 a day at the time to replace my income. That is crazy. First of all, 
How do we get from MIT? Uh, I'm just, girl, you got a life. You have done some things. You have been some places like, and the pay at these type of jobs, like there's not a school principal on the planet making the type of money that any of us want to make to live the life that we want to live, right? It's true. Well, and to tell you the truth, I could survive off of what I was making. At the time, I was making probably about 60000 I won't even say probably. I was making 60000 <laughs> And I was living off of it. I was having a good life. I would hang out with my friends, go to the movies, but never in my mind would I imagine, oh, I could just fly here and go to the airport and just pick a destination and get on a yacht. And those are things that I can do now, but I couldn't even fathom that at the time. I had a little savings. If my account was over $1,000 in the account, I thought I was doing some things. You felt good about yourself, right? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I got $1,000. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Gotcha. Oh, man. What a difference. So different. But you were asking me earlier about how I got from like MIT into that education sector. Yes. And at MIT, when you're in business school, they tell you, okay, you either go into Wall Street or you go into... Uh, consulting. Okay. And I had gone into business consulting and one of our clients was Teach for America. So when I wanted to do something different, they said, well, why don't you check out Teach for America, go work for them. And I started really getting passionate about helping kids have equal opportunities in education. Got it. So I think that's been the thing for me. I've always been ministry minded. Like I've always been passionate about, you know, helping people to learn about the Lord or helping kids to have education. And I think it's because I grew up in a servant household. My mom was always in service and ministry. My grandmother was in service. You were used to it. Yeah, like, and and I think a lot of uh, black people, we that's what we see. Mm-hmm. We we think the heroes are the people that are teaching and the people that are serving and the ministers at church, and they don't make a lot, but they're the ones who have treasures in heaven. So, Ooh, come on, somebody, right? So that's what I was going for, and that's all that I could imagine. But now I think the Lord has said, you know what? Actually, I've called you to more. the The people that were actually serving the ministry and helping Jesus were women. They were they were serving out of their resources. Resources. And then you think about like Solomon and all these people in the Bible who were wealthy and were helping people out of their wealth. There, there's a need for people to have money in order to push push initiatives forward. Amen. Okay, that's the, the best amen I could give. And we're going to talk about money and religion and people's uh, money blocks later in this episode. Don't you worry, that is coming. I think before we get into it now, I know that you are a follower, but does a follower enjoy a beverage? Can you give me (laughs) the get drunk cocktail of the day? Are we turning water to wine? What does Terry have to celebrate a great trade? You know what? To tell you the truth, I need help finding a really good cocktail because I like I haven't found anything that's just tasty. I'm your girl. I'm not. I, I would. I don't mind drinking, but everything tastes like medicine to me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not subjecting myself to to drink shenanigans, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like alka. What is the what's the medicine that your mama used to always make you drink when you were feeling bad? Alka seltzer. Nyquil. 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 Okay, I gotta get you to Miami. Yeah. I gotta get you to Miami and put you on to some proper cocktails. Don't you worry about it. I'm going to find you yes. something to get you right and we're gonna praise Jesus at the same time. Don't you worry about it. That'll work. That'll work. As long as it tastes good, then I'm I'm down for it. Let's go. Deal. That is hilarious. That is the first time anybody has ever said that on this show. That's the first. <laughs> 
Okay, in that case, of all the avenues where people can uh, launch side hustles and make more money from e-commerce, Airbnb, Turo, all the things, why is trading like a great route for us to take and, and generate income and wealth? Yeah. So remember when I first started trading like full time, it was really just I needed to replace my income. And I think that's what people forget. Like they think of investing and they think, oh, it's only long term. It's only for retirement. But actually, you can use trading to replace like a side hustle. You can have goals of I want to just make a. I have one student. She wants to make $100 a month so she can go get a massage. How do you use? That's so cute. <laughs> right. Isn't that great? How do you use the money in your account to make enough to just give yourself a massage? Or for me, it was travel. How do I make enough to afford my trip to Greece? I needed $3,500 to pay for the hotel, the flights, and the, the food, right? You can actually use the money in your account to afford that. And so that's where I think the difference is, like knowing that you don't have to work an extra hour, you don't have to do heavy lifting, you can do it whenever you want to. It's a skill set, so you can turn it on and off. If you're busy, don't trade. But if you have time, girl, pick up the phone, look at your stock, see what's going on, and let's make some money real quick. It's something that you get to decide the ceiling. There is no boss that tells you this is your salary. No, I decide how much I want to make. I decide how much I want to work. I decide when and where I want to work. All those things from trading. So that's why I trade. I love that. I think that is brilliant because I'm not interested in anything. That means I have to be somewhere at a certain time. I have to deal with extra people I don't want to deal with. Like, Give me the businesses and the income that I can make from my phone on a beach somewhere in Abu Dhabi, like with a cocktail, yes. that's more of my energy. Um, and even I, like I know day trading exists, but I'm from that school too of you buy it and you forget it. Set it, forget it. This is retirement money. I'm never going to see it again. I just pay into it and it grows on its own. I've never think about trading as a way to replace income. Yeah. Like it's crazy because you think of some of the stocks, like I'll just give an example, like Facebook. Facebook is a great company. I know it's had its issues. So this is disclaimer. Right. <laughs> Education purposes only. I'm not telling you what to invest in. But like we think about Facebook and recently their earnings came out and they dropped 100 points. If you were invested in them, your portfolio just dropped like crazy and you had no control over it. And you're just like hoping that it comes back up. But if you're a trader, then you could have actually sold when it was higher. Now that it's come back down, you can get in at a better position, make some money on that. Like stocks don't just go up. They go up and down and you can trade in and out of that for income. So that's that's the important part. It's not that you're not invested in this company. I think it's going to... I'm, again, like I said, disclaimer, but I think Facebook is going to be around for a long time. It's not going anywhere. For Meta, right. It, meta is not going to be dissolving anytime soon. The metaverse is booming. It's not going anywhere, guys. Right. So a long-term investor would say, I'm investing in Facebook for the long-term. A short-term investor would do the same. I'm investing in Meta for the long-term, but I'm just trading in and out of my position to make some money now mm. so I can live off of it. See, that's why I need to get the course because I need that tea. I need to figure out how to do that. I need to add that to my portfolio. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, what do you wish that you knew about trading before you got into the market? When it was 2010, when you were just getting started, brand new as a school teacher, as a, excuse me, assistant principal, what do you wish somebody would have told you? I wish they told me you can make money on the way down. 
like, man, this um, war is such a crazy word, but this like international politics issue and the market coming down has been fabulous for traders because you can make so much money as the stocks are falling. And they're just, they're like great companies, no reason why they're going down, but political issues and they're falling. I wish in the beginning I had known that that was possible. When I first started trading, I thought the only way to make money was when it was going up. It was for the numbers to go up. Right. Okay, gotcha. Because that's reasonable. That makes sense. It makes sense. However, it is not true. All these people out here. It don't make dollars is what you're saying. Right. That part. That part. All these people out here that are like balling and billionaires and they make money when the market falls and it falls so fast. They make money super fast. That's something I wish I had known about. Mm, Okay, we're going to have to get back into this Get Rich Crew. We're going to have to learn more about it because I am a big fan of making money on the left and the right. On the same thing, we're just going to, we're going to make money when we buy and when we sell. Like, Yes, yes, exactly. That's kind of my love language right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But yes, like. This is good information to know. Up and down. You can, like. Honestly, you don't have to have a lot of stocks in order to do well. You could trade a few companies and just know them really well and then trade them when they go up and down and you'll be set for life. Mm, We love the term set for life. Okay, so with the stock market being such a long, massive platform with a proven track record, what do you think is holding our people back from diving in and getting their piece of the pie? Why, Why are we late to the game on this one? You know, there's a CNBC article that said the wealth gap grew over the last two years. Of course it did. Because black people were not invested over the last two years and the market went crazy. Like last year, S&P 500 went up 26.9%. If you were just invested in the overall index of the S&P 500, you didn't even... You would have had 27% more money. Right, exactly. And you know, I think it's because of a few things. There's a few myths in the black community. One is that the stock market is a gamble and you're just throwing you know, throwing stuff at the wall, seeing if it sticks. To see what sticks. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. The way that I trade, we have, we look at a chart. We have seven steps that we follow every time. We actually look at our reward to risk. It's a system. Yeah, it's a system. It's, it's hot. Like we look for high probability trades. And yes, you're not going to, it's not going to be perfect every time. But if you're able to calculate your reward and your risk ahead of time, it's not a gamble anymore. You're making an educated decision. Right. Got it. So people don't know that. Another thing that people think is that you have to have a lot of money to trade. Like, oh, I got to have a ton of money. The rich people. I I talked to one of my my friends and she was saying, you know what, Terry? I just thought that it was only for rich people and that I wasn't allowed to do it. Oh, yeah. And I think that makes me sad. It's a mindset thing, right? Like we just assume that, oh, those people over there can invest and not me. And that they're different from us in some type of way. And they're not. Exactly. Not at all. They're not different at all. So knowing that you can start right now, if you open a brokerage account, there's certain brokerage accounts you can start with like $0. The ones that I use are a little bit more robust. They usually start with like $500, but you can start. But that's still not a crazy amount of money. Like people will spend $500 getting a fresh sew-in. On a purse. Y'all bought that PlayStation 5. Yeah. You got those new purses. So let's get into it. Like this is an investment into the well-being and the financial scope of your life. So I don't think $500 is crazy at all. 
Exactly. And the cool thing too is I think a lot of people think they're going to lose. Like that's another fear. Well, if I get in, I'm going to lose all of my money. But there's actually something called a simulator where you can practice before you actually start using real money. That, that takes a lot of the weight off too. Like start getting educated, start practicing. When you notice that you're good, then you start using your real money. So you don't have to be afraid that, oh, I'm going to lose everything. No, boo, there's risk management tools that I could teach you in trade and travel. And there's also a simulator where you can practice before you get started. So you don't have to be worried that that's your fate. Like, oh man, this is going to, no girl, you good. Um. (laughs) I love that. I love that simulator idea too, because this is a skill. It does take practice. It's not a thing that I think anybody should jump into with their real money that they actually uh, need to survive on. And I don't think anybody should be jumping in with the rent money, y'all. Right. We're not, we're not diving in with the rent money. We're diving in with other money that we don't necessarily need to live on, right? Yep, I agree. There's a, like, I feel like the last couple of years there was this hype that, oh my God, if you get into the market, you'll be rich. And so people were just throwing everything in there. And I'll tell you the truth, like I'm a trader. So most of my money is in trading. I don't have like, well, this percent goes into long term and this percent goes into trading. Girl, if I can make some money off of it, I'm going to be trading. But that's because I'm good at it. I I have a 78 percent. Exactly. And you put 12 years in the game. Right. Reward gotcha. rate, like a win rate. I'm I'm good at it. But what I will say is when you first start, there is a higher probability that you will take some losses because you're just starting. Of course. Like anything. It's anything. Like if you're learning a new language, you're probably going to say the wrong thing to somebody and yeah. they're going to look at you crazy. It's a part of the game. If, you, <laughs> if you're learning to ride a bike, you're going to fall sometimes. So when you first start, just know that you will have some losses. So you don't want to put the, your last dollar into it. Yeah. Into this right when you're starting. You need to have some cushion. This is your play money. This is money that you're not afraid to lose. And the thing about it, too, is trading is emotional. So when you first start trading and you're dealing with your money and you see it going up and down, your heart. You get nervous, excited, fearful. You Everything, everything. When it's greedy, you're going to be like, oh my God, I made some money. Let me take it out now. And you probably should have let it stay in there. And then when it's- And made some more money. Right. And then when it's going down, you're going to be like, I don't know what to do. I feel so defeated. And you're going to like let it stay when it's when you should be taking it out. Like we always do the wrong thing because of our emotions. But because of that, in the beginning, you definitely need to be using money that you don't need. And don't think that like, I'm going to right away be amazing. That's another um, just mistake that I see a lot of new traders make. They think that I'm going to come in here and be amazing right off the bat. And I'm like, boo, this takes time. A like, lot of time. Your, like, <laughs> it's, it's easy to learn. And I think that's one of the reasons why so many people start trading because the barriers to entry are gone. Like it's no commission. You can open an account fast. But it takes about a year, I think, to be consistent. So you need to just get started and then working and practicing over time. Mm, Okay, I think that's really good advice. Okay, get rich crew. And that goes for anything, any expert that I bring on the show, when they are teaching you guys something new, I think that is a great uh, parameter. It's going to take a year. Just dive into it. Enjoy it. Be a novice. Don't be scared to be a beginner. So many people are so scared to fail. They're so scared to look like a beginner. Nobody's watching you. Nobody's clocking you but you. It's just between you and your finances. Don't sweat it. Terry was a beginner. I was a beginner. Everybody that comes on this show was a beginner. The difference is we didn't give up. We kept going and kept learning and investing in our education and we wound up winning in the end. But it is a journey. Don't think any of these people that come on here 
are overnight successes or they didn't cry when they lost or failed or whatever they did. They just got back up. So what, um, where would a person go to get started? What is day one? I want to learn how to trade. Where do I show up? Obviously trade and travel, but what (laughs) other places can they go to tap in? Where can they try this simulator? You know, you know, I was going to say, definitely get your education first. That's something that I didn't even do for six. So I've been trading 12 years. For the first six years, I was trying to figure it out by myself. Oh, wow. And y'all, I was losing more than I was winning because I was trying to figure it out. And I called myself smart. So I'm like, well, I can, I'm going to figure out my own algorithm. I went to MIT. I got this right. And, right. <laughs> I got this. I, I know. I know these things. I can do this, girl. Psh. Bye. Terry, you wasn't even YouTubing it? Nothing? I was looking at CNBC, which is one of the first steps I tell people to do. Like, I was looking at CNBC. Okay, start watching CNBC. Come on, Wolf Blitzer. Mm-hmm. You get right. Jim Cramer, all them people. I was listening to the, to the news and trying to figure it out. But the thing is, you have to remember that when you're looking at financial news, it's a little bit late. Right. Like I talk, I talked to some people on the. It's not like live like the charts are right now because they have to prepare it and report it. Okay, got you. Exactly. And even I was listening to uh, Jim Cramer, and I was like, oh, he's the he's the expert. You know, the the Jesus of of trading. He's the expert. But you have to remember that he can't talk about things that are actually in his portfolio right now. Got you. So, so by the time he says it, the move has either already happened. It's already done. Or you're, you're early to the game. And I didn't know that. I thought, well, if he's saying it, then this is the right time. Let me get it right now. So that's why the first thing to do is definitely get your education. Educate yourself. Love it. So that you can know how to trade for yourself. But then the second thing, I do think you need to start looking at financial news and CNBC so that you can start learning the terms. Some of the stuff is just like being familiar. What happens when there is political unrest? What happens to the stock market? What happens during earnings time when companies report how they've been doing? That happens four times a year. What happens when a CEO gets fired or there's a a stock split, like Google's stock split? Like what happens? Some of that is just about being aware and start watching CNBC, watching the financial channels so that by the time you do start investing, you're like, okay. You at least have a familiarity with what means what and things start to click a lot better. Okay. I love that. Yes. I've heard this before. I've heard these words before. And then I do think like on trade and travel, we have a lot of stuff on our YouTube channel too. So if people haven't like, aren't able to buy the course yet, at least start looking at those, like those type of videos too. I do think that's helpful. I love that. I think that's great advice, y'all. Like cut 30 minutes off of Netflix and put it on CNBC and just absorb the information. Let it play in the background. Listen in your car and start absorbing these terms so that you're not so overwhelmed when you get started. I think that is stellar, stellar, stellar advice. Yeah. Okay. So I love to tell people that the God I serve doesn't want me to suffer. That's why I be balling. Okay. <laughs> And, you know, people beef with me about that, but I said what I said. And I'm bringing that to you because I know that you um, are a woman of faith and a woman of finances. And I love that. But I see so many people struggle with feeling like they have to take this vow of poverty or that money is dirty or money's not clean or or greed is a bad thing or prosperity is a bad thing. And in my opinion, 
God delights in our prosperity. He wants us to win. So give me the Terry scoop on what it is to be financially whole and still whole with the Lord. Yeah. Well, so I always talk about, there's a couple stories in the Bible and, and y'all, even if you don't believe in the Bible, I think these stories are important. Like parables are good for everybody. So there's one I talk about a lot that talks about the the story of the talents. And that's with a master comes and he gives like 10 talent or five talents to one person, two talents to another, one talent to one. The, the two with the five talents and the two talents, the Bible actually says they went immediately and traded with them and doubled their money. And yeah, and the master's like, you know what? I'm so proud of you. You were faithful over a few things. Now I can put you in in charge of many things, right? Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the story that that that's comes from. And then the one with one talent, he actually was so afraid that he'd lose the one talent. He went and buried it in the ground. And yes. And didn't use it. Yeah, didn't use it at all because he was like, I'm, I knew that when you came back, I wanted to make sure. It's so precious that I can't touch it. Yes. Oh. So the master comes back and he's like, you lazy servant. Right. <laughs> he's like, you know that you could have at least invested it and made some interest on it. You could have put it in a bank and made some interest in it, but you just hid it. Wait, that's in the Bible? That's wild. That is in the Bible. Yes, it is in Matthew. I will have to, I'm going to give you, I don't want to say it wrong on, on these national airwaves. Yeah, we'll put it, don't worry. We'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, I'm going to give it to you so you can put it. Yes, it, that is a whole, whole story in the Bible. I love that. I'm here for that. Yes. And the thing about it is the one with the one talent, the Bible says that the reason why he he buried it in the ground is because he was afraid. Mm. He was afraid to lose it. Mm. And I think so many of us, because of fear, we do bury our money. We bury our talents in the ground. Yes. We try to put it and and talents, guys, in that in that thing, a lot of times people will say talents as your, you know, your gifts and different things, but also it's actually money. It was money that, that they were talking about. So because of fear, he had buried his money. And some of us are doing the same thing. We're putting it in a savings account because we just want to make sure it's safe and, and it'll be there when we come back to it. Or we're, we're putting it under the ground, you know, like we're, because of fear, we're stuck. But inflation doesn't work that way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the bank is robbing y'all blind every day. So even the Bible is like, look, I want you to make this money grow. And the coolest thing about it is in that in that story, the master talks about who he is. And he talks about how like he can make something out of nothing. He can make things grow. He can do all these things. So we as as I'm putting myself in the story now, if I was one of the servants, we as servants shouldn't be afraid of trying to do more with our money because we know that we serve a master who can do all things. Who can multiply. I love it. Right. That so, is my type of story. <laughs> so good. I think another one, if if you have a little time, but another one. Yes, please. Is there is this story where Jesus is, he's doing ministry and there's, it says that there's this really wealthy guy and the wealthy guy runs up a tree because he couldn't see Jesus and he just wants to see what's going on. Right. And Jesus walks underneath the tree and then he looks up and he calls him down. I think his name was Zacharias. He calls him down and says, Hey, I'm staying at your house tonight. And the reason why that story matters so much to me is because the Bible says that there's this wealthy guy and Jesus is doing ministry, but then he decides to stay at this guy's house. And I just want to be a place where God can stay at my house. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Oh. 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 
<laughs> Lord, that just hit me. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm trying to be at a place where Jesus can stay at my house. Come on, somebody. There's a lot of like ministry. There's a lot of good work going on in this world, and they need people who are wealthy where they can feel comfortable staying. We are the people that are going to take care of them. We're the people where they can come and find rest. Like we are pushing the ministry forward in ways that like in ways that couldn't be done otherwise. Right. Mm. So I think that's what that's the way that I view wealth. It's not about me doing this for me. I love that. Put that on a T-shirt. Can Jesus stay at your house? Like get wealthy, build the home, build the castle, build the prosperity, and then take that money and pour it over the people that you want to help the most. Yes, exactly. Oh, put that on a t-shirt. Yo, that just blew my mind. I love that. Are you a Reverend Ike fan by chance? No, who's that? Oh, girl, we got to talk after the show. Oh, baby, I'm I, the way you just blessed me, I got a blessing for you guys. I will tag Reverend Ike in the show notes. Um, He is dead and gone, but he is the prosperity guru of life. I cannot wait to introduce you. Get Rich Crew, y'all already know the vibes. I will tag my favorite video in the show notes. Oh, man, I love that so much. Okay, so my other question for you is, I heard that women make better investors. Is this true in your experience? What is it about us that makes us better investors? And then if we know we're better investors, why are we still intimidated by getting in the market? Ooh. Oh, okay. Let's start with the second question first. Why are we intimidated? Yeah. I think because society has has groomed us to feel like we're less than, like that men are better with money and that they can handle the wallet. And girl, both of us know that that ain't true. The devil's a lie. <laughs> right. That is not true at all. Like we can handle, like we can handle our own better than anybody else can handle our own handle stuff for us, right? So I think personally, that's part of just conditioning that oh, the men are better with that, so I'm just not even going to deal with it. But then, so in in train travel, we have over sixteen thousand students, and the last time we did a survey, um, over sixty, I think sixty four percent of them were women. So more women than men. Go ladies! And I will say (laughs) thank you. I will say we are killing it. We are killing the game. One, because we're able to follow instructions. A man, he pull up some instructions and act like he, I could do this by myself. No. (laughs) I'm dead, y'all. I am dead. We follow instructions. Okay, step one, we follow instructions. Heard. Yeah. Right? Like, literally in train travel, I give seven steps. If you can follow the seven steps, you can do this. You'll be good to go. But the men don't follow. They don't even read the seven steps. Okay, gotcha. Don't, girl, they on step one trying to fast forward to the end. Like, oh, I'm good. And to step seven. Got it. Then when they, they mess up, they're like, oh, I got to go back and redo. Got it. See, that just you just painted a full picture for me of why we're <laughs> better than they are. Yep, say less. Yep. Okay, that yep. makes perfect sense. I do think one other thing is... Trading can be emotional, but I do think that women, we are like, even when there's a lot of stress going on, we're able to kind of still prioritize and tune into what needs to be done. Like we can handle stress. And I think that that too is a thing. Like when the market is doing its thing, you got to be able to still manage multiple things. And I think women, we can do that. Like we Because that's all we do anyway. Right. That's that's what we're good it's at. multitask. So- so yeah, I think women are just, we're naturally good at trading, but the world has told us that we're not, so we don't even try. Mm, come on, Get Rich crew. We don't believe in that. We know better. Speaking of Get Rich, this entire episode is a Get Rich tip, but 
Terry, give me a get rich tip for the people. What should they be implementing in their financial lives today? You know what? So I literally focus on stocks and options. That's the only thing that I teach. But I will say, I want you guys to check out something called a stable coin. It's, um, it's a crypto coin, but it's, it's backed one for one by the dollar, by the U.S. dollar. And it's like a savings account. It gives 6 to 8% some, some places, depending on what broker you're using, can give 10% return just for your money sitting in stable coins. So look that up. I, one of the things, oh, yeah, one of the things that I do is I trade with a portion of my money. And then when I start making, like, you know, I've made a million dollars in a day. So I, I make quite a bit. When I make- Amen. Don't just sneak that in there. Don't sneak that in there. Don't don't just don't just, don't mumble that one in there. Say that one more time from the top. How much did you make in a day, sis? Over a million dollars in a day trading stocks. Come on, somebody. Come yes. on, somebody. A million in a day. That is massive. Yes. Okay, so on top of the million a day, we're gonna put some into. Yep. So I, whenever I I. My account gets too big, then I'll start moving some over and, like we say, diversify, and I'll put some in a stable coin so it'll still make that percentage, even if I'm not looking at it. Mm. So that's a, just a tip. Check out something called a stable coin. I'm going to do that the second we get off this show. I am going to link what I find for you guys, Get Rich Crew. You know I always do that. And I love, I love, I say this all the time. I love passive income. Nothing makes me happier than to just put some money somewhere and it grows without me doing anything. So I absolutely will be tapping in to stablecoin. Yeah. So to pivot a little bit, I am newly a course creator. Like I'm on year one of course creation. Shout out to all my students in the Lux Life Academy. Ooh. Love y'all. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I love course creation and your course, Trade and Travel, is the number one course on Teachable. Mm -hmm. First of all, how was that even a thing? Like, congratulations. (laughs) That is massive. There are so many courses out there and yours is number one. So guys, if you are looking for a place to learn 100x of what Terry just dropped on us today, not only is Trade and Travel the place to go because it just is and it has put so many people in a position to change their lives, but on top of that, it's the number one course on the biggest course platform. How did you do it? I need to know. <laughs> so many things. And what's crazy is the other day I looked, I've been the number one course for the past three years. Like since 2019, I've been the number one course. That is insane. Yeah. That is Like my mind is melting. <laughs> that is so massive. Give me the scoop. How can I be like you when I grow up and make my course number one? <laughs> a couple of things is one, just get your people the results. I think sometimes people think I started with a million students. I started with two students when I first decided, okay, this is, this is real. Like actually I taught my first class in Thailand. So I was traveling. Like I really was just trading stocks and traveling around the world. Trading and traveling. Right. <laughs> so I taught the first one in Thailand. It was in person to a small group. Then I taught the next one in Vietnam and then people on IG saw me. So when I came back to the States, I taught another class. So it just kind of grew in person. In person, yep. At the time, okay. Mm-hmm. And then two of the people in my last in-person class were like, we want to learn more. And I, I had to think of a, a number in my head. I didn't even have a course at the time, but I had heard, well, just tell them you have a course. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, you know, it's $2,000, but I'll, I'll do 50% off if someone wants to buy Girl, I'm thinking nobody is going to buy this. Two people bought the course. 
Mm, a course that didn't exist yet. Didn't exist at all. I love it. I love it. I love I live. I live for that. Yes. So then I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, well, I guess I got to go. And now I have to go make one. Right. I got to go teach them. So I poured everything into teaching those two people. I tried to make sure that like, okay, what is it that I do? Let me try to break it down into slides. And the good thing is because I came from education, I really was like curriculum based. Like, okay, how do I put this into a curriculum? How do I make it in the slides? Because, you know, a lot of courses, they just get on there and talk. And I'm like, no, like my people need, this is a lesson. There's a lesson plan. <laughs> Got you. Um, so one, be, again, we talked about being faithful over a few things. Even with your students, when you first start, give them all you got. And then just record everything you're doing so that you can use it again. Like, I think that's that's key number one. Two, have a concrete outcome. I think one of the things that made my course blow up was when I started um, the $1,000 in a day campaign. We needed some way to see that our our kids, our students, which are adults in today's 70s, (laughs) but that our students are learning. Like, how do I know that they actually understood? Have a tangible outcome. Yeah. So if they're able to realize a profit of $1,000 or more in a day, then we know, okay, they mastered my investment Terry strategy, right? So that's another thing. If you can have a tangible result, that's really good. And then what's cool is, I didn't know that it would blow up like that because people started posting their plaques. We did plaques. They started posting their plaques online and taking pictures because they were excited and I was excited too. So that I think also helps. And then the third thing I would say, because I know you said that you're, you're first in courses, so I want to make sure I give you some good stuff. Partner with people. You do not have to do this by yourself. And don't think that people that are teaching the same thing are your competitors. There are literally churches on every corner and somebody decided that this pastor is the one for them because they talked the way that they they needed to hear it, right? They related to it. Mm -hmm. So I do like, we have this thing, actually it's coming up in the summertime, Master the Trade Conference. And I've had like all all the other traders that teach trading partner up with us because if you like me, you're gonna come to me and that's okay. If you like them, right. There's room for all of us. There's enough money for all of us. Right. So don't be afraid to partner. Don't think you have to do this in a silo. Entrepreneurship is lonely enough. Yes. Amen. So the people that are doing this are your friends. Like they're the ones who are going to get it. Your peers. So I would would say that too. Like don't be afraid to do partnerships and, and really partner with people. Those are some great tips. I'm going to be implementing them all because clearly you know what you're talking about three years in crushing it. And to anybody out there who is even considering digital products, please do it. Digital products are life-changing. Get that, put that ebook out, put that course out, put that, that episode, that webinar out, because there are so many people who are waiting for you to deliver that message. Like you've been blessed with something and it's a blessing to be a blessing. So share that energy, put somebody else on and digital products can change your life. They've changed mine. I know that they've changed yours, Terry. Like, yeah, for sure. We love a good digital product, y'all. Get started. And you just got some amazing game from like the queen of course <laughs> creation. Oh, I'm such a fan of that. So the people need a get rich read to close it out today. What book has changed your life or changed your business that you can recommend for the people? You know what? The first one that came to my mind today was Who Moved My Cheese? So y'all go check that one out. It's a it's about a like 
I'm go girl. As soon as I say this at my mouth, I'm like, this don't sound right. But it's about a mouse. The title is throwing me already. <laughs> it's about a mouse that's trying to get through a maze. Okay, but. I think it's really important. It, like it, it reminded me about being able to adapt to change and being flexible. So I think that's a really good book, especially for anybody, both in trading and entrepreneurship, okay. who moved my cheese. That is an interesting title that I now I have to Google it and see what that is about. And it's short too. Okay. We love a short read. It's a short read. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause God knows I'm like 18 books deep into my list and I never get to finish them because I always start a new one. So I'm trying to be better and a short <laughs> read will definitely help me do that. Oh, Terry, I knew you were going to drop gems on the people. I'm overwhelmed. Like now I got to go read the story from the Bible. I got to get the mouse book. Like I got to get my trading account popping. You giving me a lot of homework. You giving the get rich crew a lot of homework here. Let's go. The the point is to get rich and people don't get rich doing nothing. You got to work for that. Let's go. (laughs) Period. Okay. You heard it from Terry here first. You got to do something to get to the bag to get to success. It does not fall into your lap. It didn't fall in mine. It didn't fall into Terry's. We are perfect examples of women who just decided to go for it and everybody listening can go for it too. This was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Terry. Guys, I will have all her information, of course, linked for you in the show notes, links to trade and travel, links to the books, links to all the things. Continue the conversation with me on Instagram and let me know what you learn and get started on them trades. Thanks for having me. This was great. It was a pleasure. All right, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you've learned something amazing, let's continue the conversation. Follow me on Instagram at get rich or get drunk trying and tell me what you took from today's show. Then tap in at get rich or get drunk trying.com to get all the details and links from today's episode. I cannot wait to get rich with you next time. Until then, peace.